And we're back. Dun, 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 dun. You are now listening to the most electrifying man in Conroe Radio. I drip charisma. I fight the madness. I am the Captain Joey Savage. And my partner, he makes baby cr- babies cry and the mama swoon. It's the talent, Corey DLG. And we are Nerd Thug wrestling yeah. oh. da, 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 da. I like that yeah are, are they good baby cries bad babies baby cry cries? and mama swoon the talent Corey DLG I can live with that you're listening to us on Condos FM 104.5 106.1 sister stations worldwide at IRLoneStar.com we are literally the only wrestling radio show north of 105 we're it we're it man we're the Conroe wrestling show we are the staple Everything should be measured upon what we do. I thought it was. It is. Oh. And it will be. I thought you were about to give me like bad news. From now until forever. We Fish. should just call our show The Ruler. The Ruler. <laughs> the Rulers. <laughs> <laughs> Don't forget, check us out at Facebook.com backslash NerdThugRadio, and then you can interact with us there as well. And we have NerdThugRadio.com, at NerdThugRadio on the Twitter. Come interact with us there. And then yep, uh, Corey yep. DLG, there's this... Uh, Rumor there's a Patreon roaming around? There's a Patreon.com backslash Nerd Thug Radio. We got a T-shirt of the month club going on there. We got some other stuff, too, as well. Uh, what you need to be doing, though, is you need to get on there and you need to join up and hang out with us and help us grow. We deliver great content, we feel like, and we want to keep doing that, and we want to keep getting bigger and bigger. So the only way to do that is with your help. We don't set the bar. We are the bar. Oh, okay. Still that. Right. They're not even a team anymore, so I can They're do really it. not. Like now, now you're the only bar. I am. That's us. They're barless. We got a great wrestling show for you today we're going to cover this week in wrestling we are going to get another indie wrestler on the show as well uh, and then we'll give our predictions for this sunday's money in the bank ladder match Ooh, i like it so go nowhere because wrestling is here to stay yeah and you know how i know it's here to stay Be- because we're here well that too but oh, okay probably the biggest job news, security the biggest news in the last week yeah it's got to be all elite wrestling yeah okay yeah so we've been uh discussing this all elite wrestling uh, we just started touching on it, I believe, last week. About show. I think about two weeks ago. Um, they've kind of been. I have been ramping up Cody Rhodes for a long time, and if you true, were at true, our true. wrestling panel this past Sunday at, at uh, Comic Palooza, uh, Corey admitted he was wrong and showered me with praises. Uh, if there's it no recording of it. It didn't. Delicious. Happen. Uh, but yeah, this week they announced uh, in fashion in New York, I believe, where they were. Yeah, I didn't get to read the press release. So I don't that know. They uh, have signed officially signed a yes. deal with TNT. They are going to be in prime time, I think, later in the year, October. I can't remember Yeah, the it date. looks like, I think it's going to be after this, because there's a second pay-per-view scheduled. There is one scheduled. It uh, looks, it sounds like it's going to be after that. Which I the, think is like July or August. Because they're kind of, they're saying like late 2019. Which is pretty awesome. Uh, TNT even tweeted out, they're like, we're back in the wrestling business. Yeah, I saw the TNT tweet. Um, Just off the top of my head, it's sort of, Ted Turner's dead, right? Is he? I believe so. I believe Ted Turner is dead. Uh, I'll verify. You keep talking. That f- it, the whole thing feels a little bit like if Ted Turner were alive and was getting revenge on Vince McMahon. Like, okay, you bought WCW, but now I can rain some more trouble on your head. Um, but I do think it makes sense. TNT was like excited about the concept of fifty-two weeks of live right, entertainment, right. just like actually kind of to merge everything fox sports released a press release uh ted turner is still alive at the ripe age of 80 wow still kicking i wow hashtag not dead yet i thought (laughs) i thought he was gone okay 
No, he is not. Then if he has any kind of controlling interest in TNT still, I, I, this may be him just going, you know what I'd like to do before I go? I'd like to get back into wrestling business. Here's the crazy thing, right? Yeah. Wrestling's back on TNT. Uh-huh. The XFL is returning. <laughs> and Goldberg and The Undertaker are about to fight in Saudi Arabia. Like, are we in 1999? Hashtag time machine? I guess, I'm right? I do hashtags now. <laughs> hashtag uh, time machines. It's it's kind of like a hashtag. Did we ask for this? Like I don't. No. The Undertaker Goldberg part is dumb, right? I think it's stupid. This would have been a really cool run, like 2004, right? Yeah. Like if 2004, someone was like, "Hey, we're gonna do a seven month program between Goldberg and Undertaker, WrestleMania yeah. main event." Yeah. You'd have been, everybody would have been crazy, right? That's so would've stupid. Been, yeah. But but now they're both 50 plus. Undertaker's <sighs> 110. He's a dead man. They, oh, like that, oh, I like see what that. you did, yeah. Um, here's the cool thing, though. So, when we're talking about AEW behind the scenes, me and you. Yes, yes. Uh, we we kind of mentioned that, okay, they're going to get started. It's going to be a while before they really, like, push the envelope. Um, yeah, they're not going to, they're not a, an immediate threat by or challenge by to WWE. Competing. However, yeah. with this new TNT deal, I think here globally, not globally, here locally uh, in the States, uh, I feel like they will push... Not right away, but I think they're going to push WWE sooner than what we expected. Because you have to think, with TNT, TNT has deals with Hulu and Netflix and all that stuff. So there's a very good opportunity that not only does this show go... Oh, all, it'll be everywhere. It'll, it'll be, be there. Everywhere. It'll be on the streaming services. Yeah. Um, yeah. Could go to something like CBS All Access. Well, well, well... AT&T owns CBS and the Turner Networks. No, you're right about that part. What I was going to say is, All Elite Wrestling may... Have may need help like buying their way out of any sort of like fight TV streaming deals they may have made, something like that. Like it wouldn't surprise me if we find out like oh the first eight months or the first year or something if like one of these smaller companies now. Uh, as I'm saying that I'm, I'm thinking about the fact that literally Khan came in this year with the purpose of making a TV thing, so they might not have given out any streaming. No, rights. No, there's no streaming rights because this idea was built between. Cody Rhodes, the Young Bucks, and Tony Khan, yeah. who so his he dad owns the Jaguars. They might have protected the streaming rights, and if that's the case, we will see, I, we will see these everywhere. Yeah, he literally created, or he really jumped into this, and I think it's one of the reasons Jericho got involved is because Tony Khan had a vision that not only was he going to create something, but that he was going to put it on TV. And I think with all the connections, right? Uh, I listened to a great podcast, uh, Talk is Jericho, baby. <laughs> Uh, he interviewed Tony Khan, and uh, I have to listen. To and so I Tony Khan, he mentioned in there that when he wanted to do this, he went to his dad, right, uh, to help Papa. Help, help it going. Papa. He said, "But I, when I went to my dad, like everything else that I had to do, I just didn't go to my dad at dinner. I was like, hey, 'Hey, I'm going to start a wrestling thing, and I have like a couple billion bucks.' Like he's like, I had to go into his office as an invest, like someone looking for an investor, right." Pull out a business plan. Like, I had to go through the whole works to get him involved. Well, really, that's, I mean, that's what everyone else would have, right? Like, that's almost, it's almost like if somebody was like, no, I promise my dad, you know, didn't do my science project. I had to do the reason. It's like, right. sort well, of I mean, you know, else. he's like, you know, I went in there and I had to present it. And he's right. Like, and I think he, I think he even mentioned that he's had some ideas about other stuff and they're like, I don't think it's going to work. So they, they trashed it. But like, he's like, I had to convince my dad that this was worth it uh, for to get his backing as well. I mean, he's got his own money. Yeah. As well, but like when you got Papa Khan who owns like two huge sports, uh, yeah, why not teams? Why why wouldn't you? Yeah, let's just um, do it this way. So yeah, I'm pretty excited, and and the fact that they're gonna be everywhere that like, gives more access to people. For instance, like Impact, right? So right. When Impact was TNA back in the day. Uh, they were on. 
don't remember what network they were on. Um, but they bounced around so much, and there was like one place you could get it. Like there was no other. Yeah, they they started out on the country music was network, it CMA or something, whatever. Some, that one was. of one of them. And they there was a time when there were two for some reason. Yeah, they bounced they around on like Spike, I think, at one Spike, point. Spike, and then like an outdoors channel, and then a yeah. Canadian channel. Yeah, well, they're in Canada. They're based out of Canada now, but they. I wouldn't say they ever threatened uh, WWE, but they were a solid number two promotion for a while. Right. Back in the 2000s with no, you know, on a, on a crappy network. Well, now you've got All Elite Wrestling with some of the best wrestlers in the world and new concepts and new ideas. So um, so I think there's two I think there's two reasons for that, and I know we're kind of on the timeline yeah, here. Is, uh, you got a few minutes. First, live sports right now is at a premium. It is at a premium. So the NBA got a $2 billion deal or something along those lines. Um, and so when Fox Sports came into the mix, first of all, ESPN was also having a conversation with WWE about SmackDown. Yeah. Uh, and Facebook got into it about like, hey, we want, we might want to do something totally crazy and maybe, maybe, and WWE is a huge brand. It is. So whether it's, it's being stale right now or not, it's still a brand. Like it's still a MLB, massive. You're talking like about NFL when they do their social media numbers and they talk about the reach yeah. that they touch. And most importantly, if you're talking about this is why it was so important to Facebook and to Fox Sports and even to ESPN to a lesser degree is the massive reach. So the instant um, what's the credibility, the instant credibility that this creates. So, you know, for Fox Sports, it, it's a no brainer. Um, and, you know, to put in, I think it's going to wind up being over these next five years between Raw and SmackDown, just in TV alone, WWE is going to pull in about $450 million a year. That's crazy. So that kind of numbers means that the number two guy can go to a TNT or yeah. to something like that and go, listen, 75 to $100 million a year, you're going to be getting a break on the back end of this. Yeah. By year three, you're getting a massive discount. Yeah, like for may- sure. maybe maybe it's a slow growth, maybe it's a slow start, but by year three, by year four, you're gonna be you're gonna be grateful for that number. Yeah, and the fact that TNT does have these deals with Hulu, Netflix, and them, and you can stream it, it, it makes it so much easier. Because one thing we have talked about, I mentioned it in our panel Sunday, is when you're three hours, two hours, that's a lot of time to it's devote a big in a day. And you know what? Like I can't always watch Raw every Monday. I can't always watch SmackDown every Tuesday. But and I do like how WWE has packaged their streaming. Yeah, and so because you can watch it on a streaming service or YouTube or whatever, like you you can still watch it without having right. to DVR it. Uh, I think it makes it a huge difference. You My know only- how WWE though has like broken down the matches. Yeah, you're like, oh, I want just I just want to watch the match. Yeah, that's cool. You can fast forward stuff. The yeah. only thing, my only. I'm really excited for AEW. The only thing that I want to make sure make sure or see that they can they can do as we get out of here is can they write compelling stories on a week to week basis for the show? Especially if they're going to let the quote unquote wrestlers decide things. I think that's going to be the first thing that goes. I, I don't. I don't know. So I've been talking to several of my wrestler friends, and they have said. They feel like part of the reason that WWE is missing the mark or not writing compelling stories is because they don't have a lot of wrestling people writing. They have a lot of old sitcom writers or people who've been in like that type of business. But they have writing. a lot of wrestlers in the in the company, so but I not, don't know. Not in the writing room. Not in the writing room, the but, writing but in the company. The writing room's wait. I mean, Freddie Prince Jr. wrote on there for like three years at one point. Yeah, but he he is uh, in love with the WWE, and so you know they feel like oh because it's wrestlers writing wrestling stories, they can tap into it. But I don't know. We'll have to see, and that's one of the great things. Like, can they maintain? They're going to have buzz for the first six months because something new. Right but after that, real quick as we get out of here, what, what day 
do you think they air? Do you think they try and challenge Monday or Friday? They should go Wednesday or Thursday. Okay. They should uh-huh. go Wednesday or Thursday. I agree with that. Let's jump out to break. When we come back, we'll break down what's happened in uh, Raw and SmackDown this week. You're listening to Nerd Thug Wrestling. The Adventure Begins Comics, Games, and More is open on 1488 at 525 Woodland Square Boulevard. With comics, games, and everything nerd-related, The Adventure Begins is the one-stop nerd shop. On Saturdays, they alternate between having Yu-Gi-Oh! and Pokemon. And coming up, they also have cosplay crafting and trivia nights and BYOB nights. They're currently offering a 10% discount for limited time, which will be valid for as long as you grab your books every month. This is Rudy Townjanovitz, and welcome to Nerd Thug Radio. Welcome back to Nerd Thug Wrestling. Uh, you are sitting here with the Captain Joey Savage, the talent Corey DLG, and we are getting into segment two where we're going to discuss what has happened this week on the go-home shows of Raw and SmackDown yeah. and NXT. But before we do that, oh. Corey, why don't you talk about our friends at The Adventure Begins Comics and more. That's right. The Adventure Begins Comics, Games, and more on 1488. They are the new nerd stop, one-stop nerd shop. There you go. Nailed See, it's, it. It's hard to be a sales pitch guy. Uh, get out there on 1488. They got uh, comics, games, manga, uh, anime, all kinds of great stuff. Um, what you need to know is that they got statues, they got board games, tabletop games, hero clicks, Dungeons and Dragons. They got a Sunday's Adventurers League that's getting going. They've got a crafting, uh, cosplay crafting section. They also are going to start doing trivia nights, and also Friday and Saturday are starting to be BYOB. Um, like that. That's a big deal. Uh, and most importantly. You can still, but it is quickly going away, the 10% off on the pull box. It's not going that quickly because we've been saying quickly for the last eight months. So this quickly must be like your 40 time, um, not quickly. First of all, I'm White Lightning. <laughs> uh, okay. Secondly, um, I actually actually know when it's going away, but I can't say, but it is, it's coming up. Like you're right. You guys are, in fact, running out of time now. Quick we time. have been saying that for a minute, <laughs> but the sand is low. Yeah, the sand is dripping very low. That's right. So get out there on fourteen eighty eight and come hang out at the adventure begins where the adventure begins. So the go home shows uh, were this week, and for whatever reason they decided to go to Europe right before. Uh, I, yeah, scheduling for this has been awful. Right before the terrible you know, pay per view, so they were in. You know, uh, was it England Monday and Tuesday? Yeah, they were in London um, at that point. But they had already done, like, all of Europe at that point. Yeah, they'd already done some shows by that yeah. point. But then they, they were on SmackDown, 205. Everything else was there. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I like getting your opinion because, you know, you're a credited writer who writes about this stuff oh, on SportsMap. Right, check that out. We're looking to check the SportsMap out. SportsMapHouston.com. I think there's a SportsMap.Houston. But just Google SportsMapHouston. They're the largest sports website here in Houston. Awesome. And, uh, so and I write the wrestling report for them. And this week... Basically, what I said is WTF. Um, WTF, mate. Yeah, I wasn't. So, 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 what were you feeling? I didn't get uh, a lot into uh, SmackDown ish. I, I did touch on the Raw. Uh, I watched the last thirty minutes, and I think it was probably the la- the best last thirty minutes of Raw in a long, long time. I said basically for the last two weeks, I feel like the only thing that's really been pushed well or consistently by Raw and SmackDown is the Shane McMahon, Elias, Roman Reigns, Miz rivalries. Yes, yes, yes. The Becky Lynch, the Becky Two Belts Becky story. Two belts. Um, and I think that segment was great, too. We'll talk I, about yeah, that. Yeah, I do, too. And, and then, like, a sprinkle 
of these two incredible ladder matches that they clearly are going to be awesome, but that they've barely even talked about or touched in the last three weeks. They've been doing some crazy like tag team matches. They've been getting the the wrestlers involved with one another in some form or fashion. But, but it's been like the like the the Q slot on Raw, like yeah, yeah, yeah. like dead in the middle of the three hours. Like none of it's been the go home stuff. No, so okay. even the Sami Zayn Braun Strowman stuff wasn't the go home stuff for Raw. Yeah, it was the last match of the night on on uh, Raw. It was the main event this week. Uh, yeah, well, you're right. So okay, I'm just gonna first. I'm gonna briefly touch on the Becky two belts, the double signing where Charlotte and Lacey Evans, who look like twins, they do um, attacked her and just beat the living crap right. out of her, like. That's what you got to put up with when you're two belts. Right. Like, don't That's, invite both of them in the ring to sign with That's you. coming. <laughs> it's coming. Yeah. Um, so it, it was good because here's the cool thing. Back in the Stone Cold days, like, yes, it was fun seeing Stone Cold, you know, open up a can and get all crazy with Vince McMahon. But there were definitely times when you were brought back down to earth that he's not invincible and he would get. Yeah, he would get beat up. Double team, tag yeah, team, ju- jumped. And so, you know, making Becky not look invincible and have her vulnerable against these two people. Oh, this is what could come was pretty cool. I like that idea. They put her through the table. Uh, yeah, that was sweet. Like that. that was um, a good bump. And then um, I love Sami Zayn. I've been telling you for a long, long time uh, about the Sami Zayn thing. I'm not a huge fan of Braun Strowman in the ladder match. Right. Because, yes, he's strong, and yes, he can probably do some moves. But, like, when you see these ladder matches, it's all, like, big high spots and crazy stuff. Yeah, he's kind of um, not built. He's not built for also, a ladder match. Also, the ladders aren't built for that. Yeah, I don't like, know if he can climb. Kind of I mean, he's won guy. it once before. Uh, last year, actually, yeah, um, and so when they did, when they announced, what did he do with his money in the bank contract? He kind of he cashed it in, and they kind of pooped it away. He he didn't he he took a different approach with the money in the bank. He, you know, most people they'll like cash in when the champion's like down and beat up, and he kept teasing. He's like, "No, I'm not going to do that. Like, I want a fair fight because right. I'm Braun Strowman, right, raw, raw, raw." But then he didn't even get one. Yeah, he did. I I don't think he wanted though, or maybe he did. But right, it's it, it's not even stuck in my mind. Right, um, and so. They've had this cool little thing with Sammy and Braun the last couple of weeks, and now all of a sudden it was Sami Zayn versus Braun Strowman. No, Sami Zayn's like, I want a Falls Count Anywhere match. And if Sammy wins, he gets in the right. uh, thing. And so when they started, I was like, I'm going to watch it, but like I know how WWE writes. Like Braun Strowman's still going to win. It's just a, it's just a, a match to like filler that is going to be kind of exciting. Braun will win in the end. But what I liked bef- more than the ending and how it played out like, Sami Zayn not once broke from character or looked scared that he was fighting Braun Strowman. Right. Like, he is right. dancing up the, the aisle, dancing and doing his little thing on the, the the steel steps, walking up to the cage, breaks him away. He start, he's, like, taunting Braun Strowman as he's hitting him with, like, chairs at one point. I mean, he's just being Sami Zayn. When you see a lot of these wrestlers have to fight Braun Strowman. A like, lot of them play up, like, the, oh, he is the monster. And, they're like, and he's just like, I am not scared. And then for them... Because it's Falls Count Anywhere, to bring in Baron Corbin, to bring in Drew McIntyre. That like, was smart writing, for sure. Because they've been having a feud between, you know, Braun has been feuding with both of them for a long time. Well, but also, it's just in their bed. Like, it just makes sense for both of them, those two guys, that they're the kind of guys who would... They don't want Braun Strowman in, in this the match. ladder match. So they would both be the kind of guy who's like, I have an opportunity to get rid of him. This it, is, yeah. It was one of the few times where they did, like, some really strong character writing. And I, I remember, I texted you... And I was on the Twitter, and I was like, I have never loved or enjoyed Baron Corbin more than you I do right now. Out. You liked I was like, it. This is great because everyone knows Baron Corbin is not the greatest wrestler, and there, we know that WWE is trying to push him because of his 
you know, his his look, his his height, his size. His size. Well, he's got a good mind. And he can he can he's got a good mind. And he can yeah. move for a big guy, but you know, people haven't always been buying it. And they haven't bought him as a heel because he really hasn't done you know much of anything. But then he won. Uh, he beat Kurt Angle at WrestleMania. Well, so do you think that in order to be a good heel, you have to have a little bit of like accomplishment, or do you think just being a jerk is enough? Yeah, you got to have a little bit of like accomplishment behind you, a little okay. bit. All right, you know what that's I mean? Like, fair. no, that's fair. Otherwise, just, you're just like a C you're villain. Just a jerk. You're just a C villain who's okay. just a, a new nuisance. Hey man, a, a lot of Marvel movies get made with the C villain. An annoyance, but they make them and they turn them into something. True, right? true, 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 true. Um, and so it was cool seeing him and Drew McIntyre team up, take him out, and and them actually let Sami Zayn win. I'm like, oh my, yes, right. Sami's now in the match. Right. Um. And so that was that was super exciting. I really like that. Do you think this is the beginning of like a uh, stable? I'm gonna use your word. Here. No, probably not. I mean, Drew McIntyre and Baron Corbin have kind of been helping each other yeah, out. Yeah. Do you wish that that was a little more well defined? I mean, they're just two bad guys who hate Braun Strowman. That's. But like, they've also been doing like. So Shane McMahon has kind of been building like an authority light a little bit. A little bit, yeah. Do you wish that they would just kind of come out and be like, "These are my boys, come get it." Well, they, they they haven't said it, but they've kind of like he keeps scheduling matches like for them and Bobby. Where he's like, "Elias and Bobby Lashley are gonna go in and beat you up now." Yeah. And Bobby Lashley's like, "Yeah, I don't have a problem with that." Yeah, sure. Which is weird because Bobby Lashley like didn't want to defend his title, didn't like Matt. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, it needs a little bit of. The Even only, if they're all, like, just hounds nipping at Shane's heels, like, they all want something for it. Right. And he's constantly having to be like, yes, I will get, yes, well, okay, yes, we'll it's do. It's a new corporation. That's what uh, it should be. Right. That'd be great. And it would be, and they could all stay even in character. Like, they don't have to be lackey guys. They could be like, look, you promised Baron Corbin this. I want this. Right, exactly. But then what's cool on SmackDown, Sami Zayn shows, because they're in England, shows right. up to help Kevin Owens, like, beat up, I mean, the, the best friend thing. I mean, yeah. that was kind of I have friends, too. Yeah, da 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 <laughs> Um, it wasn't the greatest go home shows at um, all, but by far. I do think that these two shows have been more interesting than the previous weeks that they've put together. But like at uh, this point, I have totally forgotten about both title matches: Seth Rollins versus AJ Styles and Kobe Kingston versus Kevin Owens. Yeah, I've I totally about it. No, I don't mean forget like who's fighting. I mean I yeah. know who's fighting. I don't have amnesia. I just. Literally, that wasn't one of the four things that I that they've that they no, really because they've they've been pushing the Becky two belts thing huge, which they should, and they've that been they pushing should. the ladder matches because it's a money in the bank ladder match. But they haven't even been pushing the ladder matches as much as they've been pushing the like Roman Reigns has been on every show. Yeah, right. He's Roman Reigns. Roman Reigns and Shane McMahon he have been on leukemia. Right, but Roman Reigns and Twice. Shane McMahon and even The Miz have been on both shows for two weeks now, pushing these these yeah. matches. So how come you haven't seen like Alexa Bliss? Go over to SmackDown and like bang so, out someone's knee. Yeah, I know she was hurt again. I think. Right. Rumor is that she's not medically clear to even compete on Sunday, and they will be replacing her in the Money in the Bank. With Nikki Cross, match. Nikki Cross or Ruby Riot. I mean, I hope Nikki Cross. I mean, the Wilds. Did you do that? The Wilds have her. Yeah. Well, part of it too. The reason they did Nikki Cross on Mondays, they were in England. She's from Scotland. Yeah. No. Town. I noticed because she was speaking. I was like, oh, she has an accent. I didn't know that. Yeah, she's she was Scottish. Like, yeah. But if you watch never, NXT, you would know that. But she's never done any mic work in the WWE, so you don't, no. you didn't know that about her. She's always been just a crazy person. <laughs> but uh, I do think, I, watch it be Sasha Banks. You've you've uh, yeah. you've <laughs> pouted so much. We'll let you do the money. Listen, match. Sasha, we've got an opening here. You can win Money in the Bank and just run Alexa's promo that she was going to yeah. do. Next man up. Next man up. But I do think, like, okay, so maybe not Alexa Bliss, but I was saying her because she's the kind of cur- girl who would. Like, go on SmackDown, bang out someone's knee with a chair, just so that you'd be like, oh, well, you know, the one less person in the match. Yeah. The Dana Brooks spot was pretty good. 
shows her athleticism at least. Like, hey, because no, I mean, but the, the thing is, is, no one's understood why she's in the match. Exactly, no, no one, one understands why Dana Brooke. Like, what can she do? And you see her do this. Oh, okay, she's gonna do some of the the high spots and some of the crazy stuff. But she has because Charlotte usually does it, and she's not going to be in it. So we'll just replace her with the uh, lower version of her. <laughs> That's the thing, right? Like, her lackey for so many years. Yeah. And she'll do all the high spots. She's like the low. Yeah. she's. The, I don't want to be mean to her as a human being, no. but she's the cheap version of Charlotte. She is. I mean, she was her like assistant or right. bodyguard or whatever you want to call it. Then she was Titus's assistant. Like, <sighs> she's never had a real gig. No. No, she That's, hasn't. That's why this feels weird. But she's got to look, and now you see her athleticism, like, okay. We need someone else besides Naomi that's going to do some crazy also, stuff. Also, I don't like her on the mic. Eh, she's not the she's greatest. Got, she's got some sort of like speech thing? impediment, I don't, but not. That's it's a, just that's not nice. I feel for you like she. I feel like she's like over uh, pronouncing her words as I over pronunciate. I feel like she over pronounces her words. She might. She might. The reason that I want. <laughs> maybe it's her to character. Be, maybe. <laughs> All right, let's jump out to a break. When we come back, we're going to have a special guest on the show. Go nowhere. You're listening to Nerd Thug Wrestling. The Adventure Begins, Comics, Games, and More is open on 1488 at 525 Woodland Square Boulevard. With comics, games, and everything nerd-related, The Adventure Begins is the one-stop nerd shop. On Saturdays, they alternate between having Yu-Gi-Oh! and Pokemon. And coming up, they also have cosplay crafting and trivia nights and BYOB nights. They're currently offering a 10% discount for limited time, which will be valid for as long as you grab your books every month. Hi, this is Kevin Smith, former Dallas Cowboy, Texas a Maggie as well. And I want to say what's up to Nerd Thug Radio. Welcome back to Nerd Thug Wrestling. I am the Captain Joey Savage. He's the talent Corey DLG. And as I promised, we have a special guest with us all the way from Pittsburgh, PA. She is the lady killer, the Jewish string bean, the creepy chihuahua. Welcome to the show. My new friend, the wrestler, Jinx. What's going on, lady? Hey, how are you? I'm good. I am doing excellent. Um, super excited that we finally got you on the show. For those of you who don't know, I've been trying to book this guest for the last two weeks. Um, <laughs> you know, with PA and Texas being different time zones and, you know, people have different schedules. I, I completely forgot uh, time zones exist for a while there. I don't know why I had, like, a weird random stroke, but now I'm here. And she's here, and I'm super excited. So, Jinx, you've been wrestling uh, a little over two years now. Is that right? Yes. I've been wrestling a little over two years on shows, and then I trained fully for a full year. So, I've technically been in the wrestling business for, like, three years, but also two, mainly two. How, is that a uh, – is that – is that uh, is that common, like, for, for people who start, like, how did you find what wrestling to decide to get in like that? Um. Actually, a, a full year is considered a long time to train, I think, for the most part. Um, I was lucky in that uh, I didn't completely mess up when I literally just randomly Googled pro wrestling school. Okay, cool. Oh, wow. Okay. And then I ended up training at the school for IWC here in Pittsburgh. Nice. And, um, yeah, ended up not dying. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, um, uh, we do a lot of wrestling stuff. We work really close, uh, as people know, with Reality of Wrestling Booker T down here. So we we've been yeah. we've been to the you know the shows in the back. We see them training. We talk to them, and they're a lot of people don't realize how much just physical working out 
and stuff goes into being a professional wrestler. I think they just think, oh, they just show up, they're in a ring, they roll around, blah, blah, blah. But there's a lot of a lot of uh, conditioning involved, right? So, like, you didn't die your first year. Congrats. Now you're a wrestler. Right? Exactly. Uh, <laughs> it's, uh, I was told very soon in that it's, like, basically another full-time job. And yeah. that's exactly what it is. You have to treat it like you have another full-time job now. A full-time job that, like, takes hours all the time. <laughs> so, yeah. That's a great way to put it. Yeah, uh, so, so what got you into wrestling? Like, you know, I mean, you're young. Did you watch wrestling when you were growing up? And one day you were like, you know what, I feel like I'm going to try this wrestling thing. Or was something you always thought about? Like, what kind of pushed you in that direction? Um, well, I first became a pro wrestling fan when I was young. I was homeschooled. And I was homeschooled in the era when, like, YouTube very first started coming out. So there was, like, no copyright, like, looking <laughs> or anything like that. So just everything was on the Internet, very readily available. So I don't really know how I started watching pro wrestling as, like, a lonely homeschooled child. But it started when I was, like, in middle school, and I became super in love with pro wrestling, just, like, watching everything I possibly could. Uh, so I... I think I'm weird is that I don't have, like, an actual time frame where I started wrestling. Like, there's nothing that I can remember as, like, this is what was happening, like, when I started watching wrestling on WWE. Like, I don't really know. But um, I, when I was, like, 18, 19 in that age, I started doing, um, like, circus arts. Like, I did uh, pole dance classes, and okay. then I did aerial hoop. And from doing that, I became, like, really jacked. <laughs> and I bet. started uh, like getting a lot more confidence in my athletic ability and my ability to just like have stamina and uh, go for a while in that and knock somebody really out me, yeah yeah exactly and that made me uh, get back into thinking like wow maybe I could give pro wrestling that I've loved this whole time a shot and it ended up working out that's so awesome. So, Corey, I know I so I, I've I've kept you as my little secret from Corey. I, you know, I'm more of the indie fan. He's more the mainstream guy. So I've I've kept this kind of on the DL. So I'm going to describe to you, Corey, and she's going to probably back me up on this. Uh-oh, okay. The look that she has, because the look that she has, I think is is it's done somewhat, but I think it's very different than what you see in in wrestling right now. Okay. Okay. Fair enough. Imagine if DC went to Rob Zombie and said, hey, we want you to write and direct Suicide Squad, this would be her Harley Quinn, his Harley Quinn, without a doubt. You know what? That's actually perfect. See <laughs> what I tell you. Okay. Now now I, like, really have to – okay. All right. <laughs> yeah, okay. it's going to happen. Right. If, they went to Rob, if, like, DC went to Rob Zombie and was like, hey, so our idea for Harley Quinn is that she's, like, five foot tall and just, like, screams a lot. And you- it's – you just described my perfect girl. <laughs> no, her, yeah, that was you know. I mean, here I am. <laughs> I, ju- I just want a girl to yell at me all day long. That's it. That's all well, I want. I just want to be happy. Well, I think the I'm thing. Here to, like yell at everyone and wear bright colors. Oh yeah, this is perfect. So like you know, one of the things I do um, when I watch independent wrestling, just wrestling in general, like I always, I always try to seek out new talent. I want to, I want to, you know, I want to find more people. I That's want the spirit to, of Nerdthug Radio. Yeah, the I, independent. I want to find more independent people. Yeah. And and really, you know, and it's and it's superficial to say, but it's it happens in every in every aspect of life. The look someone has usually draws someone to you right away. For sure. Well, it, um, it, it's absolutely. the first thing. It's the first judgment yeah. they get to make about. So you, you know, we were, we were following, I was following her on Twitter. Or somebody you know retweeted something she said. So I started following her. And I started looking. I was like, wow, this is really interesting. 
this makes me want to find out more. And then I went and saw, you know, some of the videos on, on YouTube and stuff. I was like, this shit could be big. And so then this whole started here. So I'm really excited you're here. But I think I nailed it with the Rob Zombie uh, Harley Quinn thing. Okay. You're, I mean, I'll have, to, I'll have to look. I'll have to look. But I yeah. Actually, my entrance theme is a Rob Zombie song. And there was a time frame where I would literally just, like, change Rob Zombie songs and come out to different Rob Zombie That's awesome. songs. And, like, see if anyone noticed. Or they would just, <laughs> like, heard Rob Zombie and were like, oh, here she is. Here she but, comes. Um, then... Uh, now I just came out to what by Rob Zombie. So. Hey, see, I mean, I didn't like. I just nailed it. Like, I really, really did. I'm, I'm super impressed because really this, is, this is the most accurate you've ever been in anything <laughs> we've talked about ever. Uh, so how I'm do you? Impressed by you, and I'm also impressed by my ability to convey myself now. Like, Look, I'm proud listen of it. to you. It's yeah. awesome. Let me ask you this. Um, so you said you've been just running through like a Rob Zombie library. Where did you? How did you land on theme music? Because to me, theme music's a big deal, right? Like it hits, and people are supposed to have a connection or a reaction or an understanding based on the music. So like, yeah. So how did you get to Rob Zombie? I don't know. Uh, honestly. Okay. Uh, I went through like a couple different things. Uh, and sometimes I do even still find songs where I'm like, Oh, this would be a really good theme song. Yeah. But, uh, but Rob Zombie doesn't like do it. Rob Zombie, like the upbeat, but gothy type vibe that he tends to put out. Is okay. Especially on, like, Hellbilly Deluxe era. Like, I feel like that's kind of me. Is so. that the, uh, the, uh, burn through the trenches? And do, do, Dragula? Do, do, do. Is it Dragula? I don't know enough song names to ever be able to, like, <laughs> I can hum a, a thousand bars, but I can never tell you the name of any song I've ever heard. So speaking, so speaking, we're on the you're on the indie indie scene. Uh, so one of the things I like to ask indie wrestlers, cause I, I find it super fascinating. Where is the weirdest place that you've ever wrestled? Yeah, yeah, that's true. Um, well, I've wrestled in some weird places to the point that I feel like places that other people would consider weird. I'm like, nah, that happens. All right. Um, so then, what makes you do the double take then? Well, one of the cool places is my homestead is called Rise in Connellsville, PA, and it's in an old movie theater. That's awesome. Oh, that would be cool. So it's pretty cool. I like monthly wrestle in like an old actual movie theater that's pretty neat is uh, the is the ring on the stage like where the screen was or is the ring like in the center yeah. of the room the ring down where uh down where uh the screen was and they actually have a screen put up behind it so oh. all of the crowd is like where the seating was i'm going to oh PA. that would be pretty cool. i'm going to pa that would be pretty cool uh, it's really cool it's a really cool time it's like very it's a cool experience it's cool to watch like back and it's cool to be part of yeah and even though the more you, you're mentioning it like in an old I would just say like an old band in a movie theater kind of almost also plays into the character that you, I was you just have, thinking so that. Like that that probably just benefits yeah, even more that's pretty I, neat yeah you should come uh, out like at really, the uh, well, like the balcony I've wrestled, I've wrestled in um the a school in West Virginia, an old abandoned school that um, Charles Manson went to elementary school in. That's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> Again, that plays to your character greatly. Do they? Do oh, they I like? Mean, do they like hyper sell that point? I feel like a local wrestling promotion would be like, "Come to murder class." <laughs> no, not at all. It's very West Virginia. Oh yeah, that's, West Virginia is pretty West Virginia. Um, <laughs> I've wrestled in the normalest place in West Virginia, and it's pretty weird. <laughs> is that like a Pennsylvania thing? Like, 
do you guys do you guys like talk about West Virginia? Like, is that like your your Dallas? Like Houston badmouths Dallas like at all opportunities. If someone's like, man, Houston has this going on, you're like, thank God it's not in Dallas. Is that is it West Virginia yeah, the Pennsylvania right. thing? That's pretty accurate. That's pretty accurate. It is stuck in 88. It's pretty to drive through, but once you get into like an actual West Virginia town, it's probably the scariest thing in the world. (laughs) (laughs) That's pretty awesome. So, Jinx, we're running up against it here. Uh, we got to jump out to a break in about a minute. So I'm going to give you a minute. Um, If you want to go ahead and just tell people – uh, where they can find you on social media, uh, where they can see you know, if any of your matches are streamed anywhere. Just kind of plug Jinx yourself and tell everybody where they can find you. You're uh, cutting out a little bit. I don't know if you can hear me. I can yeah, hear we you, hear you perfect. All right, I'll, I'll, I'll try out. this one more time. Uh, we've got about <laughs> 45 seconds now. Um, I want you to just go ahead and plug your social medias, uh, where people can see you um, online, wrestle anywhere. Uh, just, just go ahead and pimp anything you want to that involves Jinx right now. I think she's gone. Did we lose her forever? I'm, hello? Yeah, go she's ahead. She's still there. Um, I, I am. It cut in and out really. It cut in and out there for a second. Well, okay, well, we're going to jump out uh, to a break, but since you can't hear me too well, I will uh, let people know. You can follow her on Twitter. It's at BloodyXAdorable. <laughs> that's BloodyXAdorable. Yep. Uh, that's on the Twitter. Uh, is the Instagram the same thing? It's Bloody underscore Adorable. Bloody underscore Adorable. Um, is there anywhere online they can see any of your old matches or upcoming matches, anything like that? Um, nope. Mainly I post all that stuff on like my Instagram and my Twitter. Okay, cool. So if you follow the Instagram and the Twitter, you can find any of her wrestling stuff on there. Be sure to follow her. Be sure to check her out. Yeah. Once again, Jinx, uh, thank you so much for coming on the show, for representing Pittsburgh, PA, for badmouthing West Virginia. We love all of it. The new Harley Quinn of the Rob Zombie universe, Jinx. We're going to jump out to a break. When we come back, we're going to get into our predictions for Money in the Bank ladder match. Go nowhere. You're listening to Nerd Thug Wrestling. Cox ATA is the leader in ATA martial arts with two convenient locations, one in Conroe, one in Magnolia. They offer courses for young adults, children, and senior citizens, and everything in between for people who are interested in self-defense, taekwondo, or various other courses, be sure to check out the Facebook page if you're interested in Cox ATA Taekwondo. Hey, Haywood Jeffries, former Houston Oilers wide receiver on Nerd Thug Radio. Welcome back to Nerd Thug Wrestling. Oh, yeah. You're listening to us on Conroe's FM 104.5, 106.1. Sister stations. Worldwide at IRLoneStar.com. Before we get to the take-home part of this segment, we got to talk about my friend the Nerd Ninja over at Cox ATA Martial Arts. Yeah. As the leader of ATA Martial Arts in North Houston with two convenient locations, one in Conroe, one in Magnolia. They've got programs for three all the way up to 93. Summer's approaching. The kids are out of... School, right? They yeah, got summer right. off. Yeah, yeah. They need something to do. Uh, it's a good time to get your Taekwondo career jump started because they have classes for everybody and they do some stuff during the summer. You get to check them out at Facebook. We tag them in every one of our show posts. So you can follow those links there. Uh, if you mention Nerd Thug Radio, they'll give you two free weeks of training when you go in, which is a good way to get going. They will jump start your 
self-motivation and your fitness career and life with ATA. They teach all kinds of life skills. Uh, they've got self-defense stuff going on, teach you how to use some really cool weapons, uh, teach you how to really just you know appreciate and love yourself. Because at Cox ATA Martial Arts, they build leaders, they teach life skills, and they leave a legacy. Excellent. Excellent. So it's about time to jump off and get into the uh, take-home part of this show. Money in the Bank is coming up this Sunday, so what better way than let's run through the match listings and let's give our wants, predictions, thoughts, and anything in between. Sound like a plan? Uh, yeah, absolutely. Cool. Sounds good. All right, yeah. Um, so there's a lot of matches on this pay per view. That's where, that's kind of what I was getting at. Is like they've only been really pushing a couple of things. There's and there's a one, lot. One, two, going. three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven matches on this thing. That's too many. That's a lot. That's too many. Um, so the kickoff show is apparently going to be the newly crowned tag team champions Daniel Bryan and Rowan taking on the Usos. Makes no sense since the Usos are on Raw and this is for the SmackDown titles. Here's that wild card thing, Vince. It makes even less sense considering it's a title match. Right now, granted, with the competitors in the match, it should be fun and interesting to watch. Yeah. But, as anybody knows, Joey Savage, I need a compelling backstory to go along with the wrestling. There is and it doesn't make any There's sense none. because There's they're none. on two different shows. So, obviously, Daniel Bryan and Rowan win and keep the titles, and we go on to the real stuff. So, out the way. Uh, Do you think that they just gave him a title... In order to kind of continue, like, why do they gave Daniel Bryan a title? Considering they just dropped one, and also when they dropped it, he was hurt and needed time off. They needed time off. They come back, and now they have the tag titles, and they had to do something with them, right? Um, and so they need to put on somebody that can, that can um, maybe elevate the titles to a new level almost. And what better way? I mean, I think it's a great idea. I think it was a great idea. You have DB, who's been, you know, Backed by Rowan this whole time. Right. Um, it's a good thing. That to, part fits. Yeah, yeah. And, and it fits putting them as the champions. But to have them defend against two guys who aren't even on the roster, what does that say about the rest of the tag teams they left on SmackDown? But yeah. No, you're 100% right about that. But I also just don't even understand. I don't understand giving them the – like, you could have them tag team. Yeah. But why Why are they immediately – They're probably the best tag team on the, on the show now. Who are the SmackDown tag teams? Exactly. Yeah. There's my point. All right, let's mm, jump to the next fair, match. Uh, Roman Reigns versus Elias. Roman Reigns. Roman Reigns is going to win. Unless uh, unless malfeasance. It would be great if they let Elias win to help get him over a little bit. Uh, this has been one of those rivalries that's kind of made sense a little bit. Yeah, cause, because done a great Roman job can give some fame to yeah, yeah, and they've absolutely. done a great job with it. I yeah. really like it. Um, I think I don't know if how exciting the match will be. It's going to be pretty good because Elias does. He doesn't suffer. Does Roman Reigns is pretty athletic. but And Elias is, is. Can they work together, though? That's the big thing. You, they haven't done a lot of work together right. in the ring. That's true. And even leading up to it, they haven't done a lot of work together. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's what I mean also. Uh, let's get uh, the two big matches I think that this pay-per-view is really built around are the ladder matches. Uh, so for the women, you've got Bailey, Ember Moon, Mandy Rose, Carmella, Naomi, Natalia, Dana Brooke we talked about earlier in the show. And then it was supposed to be Alexa Bliss, but the WWE just announced she is not medically cleared. She will be replaced. Um, what do you think about the women's Money in the Bank ladder okay, match? So, Who replaces her, you think? Uh, I think it's Nikki Cross. I think that's I think that's just what fits because they just literally had Nikki Cross go do the match. My money's on Ruby Riot. I mean, Ruby Riot hasn't been seen in four weeks, so it would be an interesting pop. Right. But... My money's on Ruby Riot. Uh, I mean, it'd to be her. But like, Alexa Bliss got like she got mad at some people on Twitter when this injury was announced, where people were like, 
uh, Alexa Bliss coming out of WrestleMania hurt, won't wrestle again for X amount of time, blah, blah, blah. And um, she was like, news to me. Okay, well, now here it is, Money in the Bank, and you're not wrestling. So it's not news to you. No. You, you knew Protecting you- her character, maybe? I don't know. Who do you think wins, though? I don't know. I really don't. They did such a great job with Carmella. It could be anybody. I'm going Mandy Rose. I'm pulling for Mandy Rose to win. No, that makes even well. See, okay, in my in my on sports map, I, I went both ways with that. I said if Mandy Rose wins, it's a great rivalry between her and Sony Deville, where Sony Deville is like, I could fight you for the Money in the Bank contract. They could go that way, or they could just go. You know, you got her holding it, and Deville's kind of like her muscle almost. I would hate that. that right, would be but the it worst. would be a cool thing to have them go back and forth over it. Right? But they they have a clear story for Mandy Rose if she loses to where her and Sonya can then now right. do their own rivalry. So it's kind of I I don't know which way counterintuitive. You, yeah, kind of a little bit. Some big words today. You are you're nailing um, it. But yeah, I um I could see. I'm just gonna be my complete wild card. Okay, whoever replaces Alexa Bliss, whether it's if it's Nikki Cross, she won't win it. However, if I think someone like Ruby Riot or even a Swerve and, and um, Sasha, Sasha Banks, Banks shows up, maybe if if one of those two are that entrance point, I think they win it. Uh, let's jump to the men's real quick. You've got Drew McIntyre versus Baron Corbin versus Sami Zayn, uh, Ricochet, Finn Balor, Andrade, Randy Orton, and Ali. It's going to be... I feel like it's Ali. It's going to be an exciting match. I feel like they give it to Ali. I um, Man, I don't know what they're going to... They were already going to give him that massive push, right? Right. So No, they were going to give him a push, but I don't know if they were going to give I him... I don't think they were going to put the belt on him, but they wanted to elevate his, yeah. his persona. So he missed that boat. So now the next boat for him to catch is to win the Money in the Bank contract. My gut tells me Andrade. My want, my want. I don't know. He's got a valet. Like it's hard for me and to. Why believe. is Alistair Black not in this thing? My where is he? Yeah, he's just cutting promo. He must be hurt. My want is for Sami Zayn to win this thing. Like how insane would that be? It would be interesting to have him take over Baron Corbin's spot, find a way to sneak up that ladder and get it, and then with this great like promos he's running, now he's got the Money in the Bank ladder match, uh, the contract, and he can just kind of pick his they're, spots. They're certainly there. building him as a really big heel, and a really big heel needs a really big stick, <sighs> so that would work. Yeah, I could also see him like leading those other guys. Like if he had the Money in the Bank contract, he has some leverage. So he's like, listen. I win the title, I give you a match, then I give you a match, or you two fight over who gets the match. You know what I mean? Like, I could put you in the title picture if you help me. Okay. Uh, so I could see, like, Drew McIntyre and Baron Corbin after the match the only, helping him. The only thing... Now, Drew McIntyre would be a good push, too. I think that would be great. He's 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 going to be good. I don't think he needs it, though. But um, rumor has it that Seth Rollins' next opponent, so we're going to get this out of the way. Seth Rollins versus AJ Styles. I think Seth Rollins wins. Yeah, absolutely. Rumor has it that him versus Baron Corbin is the next push going on. I hope so not. I don't think Corbin I wins the Money in the not. Bank. I hope not either, but that leads me to believe that that is the case. Then, yeah, he's Corbin's not going to win the Money in the Bank. He's going to have his title shot. As much as fun as it's going to be to watch those two go at it, um, I do think AJ Styles doesn't win this one. Right. And I've always, I'm always pushing AJ Styles. No, but I, I, think he, I think he came over to Raw to have this match to give Seth a push, push as him up a, a little legitimate bit. champion. champion. Yeah. Um, I think that's a good, a good thing. Cruiserweight title match, Tony Nese, uh, Davari. No one cares. Nope. Uh, steel cage match, The Miz versus Shane McMahon. Again, how much more of this do we have to see? Um, it's a great rivalry, but you're... Shane McMahon has been on every pay-per-view this year so far. Every pay-per-view this year. Yeah, he is. He um, is. I think, I think uh, Shane McMahon wins this with some kind of outside interference. Uh, oh, yeah, for sure. For sure. I'm going to move really quick because we, we, we took a lot of time on some of these other ones. 
Um, we've got Samoa Joe versus Rey Mysterio. We could care less. Don't care. Samoa Joe beat him in 35 seconds. Why isn't that in the pre-show? I don't know. Uh, Kofi Kingston versus Kevin Owens, the title match. I think Kofi keeps it. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I think it's going to be a fun match. Kevin Owens puts on great matches. It's going to be great. Definitely think Kofi comes out with it's it. It's a little odd, right? Ke- for Kevin, it goes Kevin Owens against Daniel Bryan, Kofi Daniel Bryan, Kofi Kevin Owens. Yeah, weird, right? Yeah, how does that work? I don't know. Um, and so we save a little bit of time here. We got Becky Two Belts. She's defending against Lacey Evans. Now, I wonder if they're going to make her wrestle back-to-back or if she's going to wrestle, get a break, and then wrestle again. I think they're going to do it back-to-back, and I think one of them is going to try to, to help the other. Not help, but to sabotage Becky. Like, if I'm Charlotte and Lacey Evans matches first, halfway through the match, after they've wrestled for a little bit and Becky's a little tired, I go out there and I put a chair on Becky. DQ Lacey. And then go after and it? Then, that and is then great make writing. them ring the bell. That's great And writing. I fight Becky Lynch That's there. great writing because then you could also set up, if that does happen, you could set some kind of Lacey, Lacey Evans Charlotte, Charlotte thing, yeah. which I think those two in the ring would be fun and exciting to watch, plus all the promo stuff in between. Right. I do think when it's all said and done and the dust settles and the smoke clears that you're going to have Becky two belts, still Becky two belts. Yeah, I think she I think she keeps them both, but I think this I do this Money in the Bank is a setup show, right? Like so WrestleMania ends everything. Money in the Bank is sort of the here's the people we're going to talk about all year. Right, right. Let's and, get it going. And I think part of that is Cuz the I, next big event's not SummerSlam and that's in what, August. So we've got some stuff. You yeah, know, there'll June, be those July. four ones, the, the um, whatever they yeah, call Yeah, I think them. Becky Two Belts comes out still as Becky Two Belts. Yeah, absolutely. But I think this is trying to tell the WWE Universe, like, Lacey Evans is important, Amber Moon's important, these people are important. Yeah, no, for sure. Um, but I do like that idea of Lacey versus Becky, and then halfway through, Charlotte comes out and just beats the living crap out of Becky. And then, like... DQ's Lacey. Right. And because then, then, at that point... That puts Lacey, you know, I know you don't like this, but it makes Lacey look a little bit stronger. She doesn't lose, but yeah. doesn't get the belt. So then you could still do a program later down the road where Lacey and Becky fight. And then you could maybe even drop a belt to her like six pay-per-views right. from now. But first you have Lacey well, and Charlotte a, a tr- yeah. do do a whole, they could do like a whole two, three months. Right. Uh, plus you'll have whoever wins the money in the bank. You chasing know, Becky. Which will be great, too, because she still has both belts, and you've got one Money in the Bank winner, and you got this stupid wild card thing. She could literally just show up on both shows and, like, tease, like, you know, when am I going to do it? Right. Or maybe, oh, this is what would be, how would this work? But it would be crazy, and we're up against it. Whoever wins the Money in the Bank, after Becky defends both belts, comes running in and tags and takes one of the belts away. The Alexa Bliss cash in? Yeah, it might happen. Yeah, you never know. You never know. That's going to wrap it up this edition of Nerd Thug Wrestling. Man, this has been a fun show. This has it's been a great I can't one. wait for Money in the Bank. We're going to be watching it as we record uh, Nerd Thug Radio next week. Yeah. Um, also, there's a rumor, go- there's a rumor going around mm. that there might be some time switches, some days switching between Nerd Thug Radio, sports, and wrestling. That's right. We're coming up on some changes, so maybe. So, guys, stay tuned to that. want to say a special shout-out to Jinx, uh, who joined us all the way from Pittsburgh, PA, home of Kurt Angle. Uh, she joined us on the show today. If you missed any part of that, check out the podcast. It drops at 6.01 p.m. today. I'm the Captain Joey Savage. He's the talent, Corey DLG. We're Nerd Thug Wrestling. Same Nerd Thug time, same Nerd Thug channel. Don't forget to check out the Patreon page. <laughs>